listening to the Chaos Grenade Podcast. Hello, and thank you for joining me on this, our first episode, and I am so glad that you can join us. The Chaos Grenade is all about tabletop role-playing games, and in particular, we have an interest in the realms of the independently produced, the homebrewed, the do-it-yourself, and open-licensed gaming. To celebrate these concepts, we enjoy promoting both games and projects that we like, as well as producing our own gaming content and providing it for free off our website. When I started blogging under the Chaos Grenade moniker about eh, 10 years ago, I was mostly focused on games like Dungeons & Dragons 4th Edition, World of Darkness, and some other big game lines. After a while, I started to have some really major burnout. With a 4th edition D&D in particular, I spent way too much money, not just on the books, but also on the subscription for the digital services, purchasing third-party software to help me manage my campaign and characters. It was just too much. When our campaign came to an end after two years of play, I took a step back and realized that not only was I drinking the Kool-Aid, but I was drinking it from a fire hose. What followed was a paradigm shift in what I wanted out of an RPG product. I was inspired by the DIY scene of the OSR, as well as influenced by games like High Valor, Bare Bones Fantasy, Warrior Rogan Mage, and little pocket mod games like Weird West and Mutants and Machine Guns. In these games I began to see a pattern of qualities that I started to look for in other titles, and now these hallmarks have become part of the design philosophy behind our games here at Chaos Grenade. First off, I look for the accessible and the affordable. I need a low barrier of entry whenever coming into a new system. I need something that I can easily share with my group of friends. I need the format to be legible on mobile devices or easily printed off at home. I need minimal prep and low table economy. I don't want a game that requires the use of miniatures and lots of props or cards. I need something that can play nice at the gaming table alongside food and drinks and whatever devices we're needing to uh, access at the time. And I need the game itself to be easy to prepare for. We're talking, uh, my, my big pet peeve, I need NPCs and monsters to be able to fit on note cards. And I use pretty big size note cards. I use 4 by 6 So if the stat block is unable to fit on there, uh, the game's too complicated for me. And for the game itself, we have a, a motto at the Chaos Grenade. Quick and dirty, rules necessary. Not rules light, rules necessary. We need fast character creation. Fast combat. We need it to be easy to arbitrate and easy to improvise on the spot. We need enough of a game to make interesting characters and provide long-term play, but to avoid the concept of system mastery where people are tinkering with builds and where one style of play favors over another. When I'm discovering a new game, it doesn't have to meet all of these aspects. It doesn't have to hit all of that criteria, but it helps. At the end of the day, short and sweet, I prefer my games to help us get into the game and not get in the way of playing. Before we go any further, I kind of wanted to touch base a little bit on my personal life. Right now, I am a stay-at-home dad for a really awesome, really cool nine-month-old. And I have a really great wife who works her ass off, kind of bringing in the income for us. And on top of all that, I am also the proud owner of a really rambunctious uh, Black Lab mix dog. Have a couple asshole cats. So 
Full disclosure, there might be the occasional sound of things walking by, uh, you know, meows, cries, barks, uh, pitter-patter of feet. I'll do my best to edit that stuff out, but I'm not perfect, and this is just part of my hobby. You know, I'm happy to be sitting here talking to you guys about uh, gaming, something I'm very passionate about, something that's brought me a lot of joy, but, you know, at the end of the day, I'm just a dude on a phone. <laughs> So I know I'm throwing out a lot of uh, names and titles of different little games that not everyone's going to be familiar with. If you head over to chaosgrenade.com and check out the blog post for uh, this episode, I will link everything that I mentioned. <laughs> so you will not have to feel lost. And I'm hoping a lot of you will take the time to explore some of this stuff if it's new to you. Second off, I need to give a shout out to the Chaos Meister himself, Marcus Burgriff. Uh, I'll, I'll also link to his website. You need to go check out any of his games that he's made. I'm a huge fan of Fangs and Furious Roads. But um, the next segment was inspired by a post that he made the other day. And it was a topic that I kind of wanted to touch on because I've been having some thoughts on it. So Marcus's post the other day talked about how he's been following the OSR in the old school scene for years. He loves a lot of the games and the products that were published under it, but himself didn't really enjoy playing in the OSR style. He felt a little nuts about it, was wondering if he was alone in that. I don't have anything to offer beyond uh, anecdotal evidence, but over the years I've seen quite a few people who were pretty active consumers of OSR content but themselves did not really identify as OSR gamers. Speaking for myself, I know I follow the OSR pretty actively, and Lord knows my RPG Now account is filled with tons of products that I've paid for. And I identify with a lot of the uh, philosophies in, on traditional gaming and values from the OSR, but I know that my biggest draw to the OSR isn't a sense of nostalgia and a pining for the old ways as much as it's just, this is the scene where a lot of really awesome, you know, homebrewed content is coming. I think it's pretty safe to say that one of the big draws is how much OSR material is written in a borderline system agnostic way. You know, aside from requiring the special D&D dice, most tables and setting toolkits that are out there can easily be adapted to just about any other game system. A uh, good example of this would be Kevin Crawford's Stars Without Number or any of his other games like uh, Silent Legions or Godbound. I don't care what system you use, but if you're not using Stars Without Number and you're running a any kind of a space or sci-fi game, you're, you're missing out by not having those tools available to you. You should really go check it out. And to kind of pull the scope back further, I bet a lot of do-it-yourselfers got their start because they were inspired by other gaming systems but wanted to play them differently. Like, let's have a show of hands here. How many of you, either yourself or someone you know, has talked about how they wanted to like Fate but the game just didn't jive with them? Or what about GURPS or anything powered by the apocalypse? I know that Marcus and I have something in common. Um, how often have you heard folks talk about how they love Shadowrun, but they didn't want to play Shadowrun? <laughs> I, 
I used to be such a huge Rabbit Shadowrun fan, but these days I could not bring myself to run it in a proper Shadowrun system. Uh, Anarchy would be the closest thing, and even then I'm kind of like, <laughs> Anyway, my point is, it's normal, to me at least, to devote so much of your attention on a system that you'd probably never care to run or play, as long as you're farming ideas on how to make the games that you do play more interesting. And that is why this hobby rocks, because it's all about ideas and imagination. There is literally nothing holding us back except our friends at the table and what we can all agree to play. So for our last segment on this episode, I'd like to share with you something that was written all the way back in 2009 by a blogger by the name of Baron Kinsman. It was a one-page manifesto riddled with F-bombs, but it describes the essence of the rock and roll gaming style that I like to play. So for your enjoyment, I present to you a reading of an edited version of Roll Punk, Loud Fast Rules. Roll Punk is about pure, stripped down, no BS tabletop gaming. It's about taking your game back to its barebone roots. Play a character, chuck some dice, end of sentence. It's about not letting other people tell you how to play your games. It's not about telling other people how to play their games either. Don't be a fascist. Don't drink the freaking Kool-Aid either, man. Not other people's and especially not your own. It's about having fun. Because if you're not having fun, you've discovered the only way possible to screw this up. It's about embracing the do-it-yourself ethic of the hobby and sharing your stuff, even if it's just with your own game group. But it's not about rejecting stuff or dismissing stuff out of hand because of whatever pretentious filters other people have set up to dictate what's cool and what's not cool. Reject attitudes, not games. It's about accepting the potential of everything and salvaging what works for you and ignoring the rest of the BS. It's about shaping your own identity as a gamer, about letting your group and your campaign and the rules at your table take their own form based on your creative needs. Don't be a game sheep. All right, and that wraps up our first episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Admittedly, it was rough around the edges, still learning this platform, but I had a good time and I hope you did too. Um, if you have anything that you would like to question or comment or, you know, suggest for future episodes, please, if you're on the Anchor.fm app, drop me a message. Let me, let me hear from you. Otherwise, uh, wherever you have seen this posted, whether it's on the blog or on social media, leave a comment, give me some feedback, and I will catch you guys next time on the Chaos Grenade Podcast. been listening to the chaos grenade podcast find us at chaosgrenade.com you can also search for the chaos grenade on twitter facebook and mewe and of course you can subscribe to us right here on anchor.fm